Welcome to the Well To You podcast with Kirsten and Sue, your anti-diet wellness promoters. Our daily lives inspire us to redefine the definition of healthy. Let's give up diet culture and the belief that we have to look a certain way to be healthy. Hey friends, it's unbelievable, but we are here to wrap up season two. I can't even believe it. Can you, Kirsten? No, flew by. So did the summertime. (laughs) I agree. I'm a little sad about that part. (laughs) Yeah, sad and also excited for what we're bringing to the fall. Absolutely. So we spent the summer talking to lots of different women about their own wellness journeys. And our goal was really to bring stories to you that you could relate to, that you could see yourself in. And as we move into season three, we're hoping to bring you the tools to help you begin your own wellness journey. Yeah. And constantly elevating where you are, right? Being okay with exactly where you are, exactly as you are and as you are not, and knowing that you always have the choice to continue. And speaking with the women throughout this season totally shows that, you know, that there may be some of the underlining roadblocks that we may run into, whether it be fear or judgment and comparison. And though we all get to have our own wellness journey when we commit to moving past those roadblocks. In today's episode, we're going to give you a chance to hear some of the highlights from season two. We have had some amazing women. The lineup included Lauren Conley, life and weight loss coach, helping women lose weight for the last time. Katie LeMay led us through emotional freedom tapping and her journey with anxiety. Motivational speaker Mindy Henderson is also the host of the Truth About Things That Suck podcast. Sandra Eusteris and Leanne Skinner are certified Mercier therapy practitioners with a fertility specialty. Tara Colbert dives deep into disordered body image. Her recovery through double hip surgery led her to realize that sometimes in our darkest moments is when we find self-love. Amy Spooner became an integrative nutrition health coach after experiencing her own postpartum depression. And last but certainly not least, Lauren Lobley, host of the Mom Feed podcast, shares her uncensored mom life experiences to normalize the hard parts of parenting. These highlights are to share with you the transformation that each of these women have not only gone through themselves, but what they are dedicated to sharing with other women so that they can transform as well. I'd like to challenge everyone to listen to these highlights and maybe even go back to the episodes and listen and think about what calls out to them, what connects to them. Because clearly you can't take everything. There's so much advice out there on how to care for your health. But I want you to remember that every single person's wellness journey is different. And so you need to empower yourself by connecting to the things that make sense to you. It, it's not a light switch. It's, it's a very slow grade entry into feeling like you again. 
And so um, every day I would wake up and I would say, oh, still feel depressed. But I would force myself to list five things I was grateful for to will myself out of bed. I'm grateful my eyes are open. I'm grateful my kids are screaming because it means that they have healthy lungs. Like I was really getting super granule about things because I just needed to put one baby step in front of the other. Um, and then one day that I think we all, my whole family realized that the medication was working was my kids dropped something on the floor and it went everywhere. Like I, it was like rice or so, you know, they were playing with a sensory bin. It was rice. It was like everywhere. And I just laughed and I was like, oh, don't worry. Like mommy monster didn't unleash. See all my friends getting pregnant and, you know, going to baby shower after baby shower. And like, you know, so I, I do relate and I empathize with the feeling of wanting to have a child and not having one. Um, so kind of just incorporating all of that really has kind of gotten me to where I am right now with you know, our fertility um, venture and just really being excited about helping women and, you know, hopefully changing people's point of view in some way about what they think, you know, when it comes to traditional medicine. And, you know, we really hope that we can um, bring to light this type of technique and, you know, more holistic, natural, integrative approach because it, it is very successful. she experiences the most neurobiological and hormonal changes, more so than menopause and more so than in puberty. And in reading that, I started crying because I was like, oh my God, this explains why I felt so crazy when I had my first child and then subsequently my second that I was prepared for it. I just was completely terrified and I really thought I had to hide um, in that moment, and so I went to the emergency room, the local community hospital emergency room. And uh, so, of course, they ran a battery of tests. They, 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 their first assumption that they always assume when they see an overweight uh, young female is that she must have been going through her first diabetic crisis, and she has diabetes, and that's why this happened to her. Or she's pregnant. There's never any other diagnosis. Like, that's the first thing they go to. Nina, were you alone when this happened? Yeah, I was alone. Oh, how terrifying. And that also led to them, the doctors, not taking me seriously. You know, Mindy, as you're telling us about your day, um, it made me think about how I often hear when somebody loses their eyesight, you know, their hearing will be their superpower. Or, you know, if you lose one of your senses, another area becomes your strength. And I heard the strengths of being type A and OCD as, as a way of a superpower um, and your fierce independence spirit. Um, and I'm also listening to you talk and how your voice and your message and your story is your superpower as well. Oh gosh, that's so nice of you to say. I really, um, I really appreciate that. And you know, I I do think I think I think you're absolutely right. First of all, I think that when one thing um, 
in your body or in your life is is affected, I do think that other pieces tend to kind of come to the rescue and um, and try to compensate as best they can for what um, maybe has been taken from you. And I want you to have a great experience and I'm going to give you the best me. And that requires me to like me. So you'll feel that when you're in my class. And I, and I believe they did. Tara, it sounds like you're talking about pure connection. You know, when you're saying having confidence, you know, when you can get out of your own thoughts and thinking about how you're feeling um, or lack of worth that may show up. Because again, a very valid point that you keep saying is that those thoughts never truly go away. We just learn how to hear them and then move on. Like, yep. you know, check them to the side. So that was the turning point of my wellness journey. And that was 2008. So within a year, I became vegetarian. And it really helped me because I always had really terrible digestive health. Horrible. Like gas pains, bloating, all of that stuff. And um, I stopped eating meat, which is not to say that's right for everybody. It was for me. And my digestive health got better. And slowly I just, I never really became fully vegan, but I'm like 95% plant-based, I would say. Um, and now we're what, 2021? 20, so it's 13 years later and I'm 13 years into this wellness journey. Um, yeah, so that's really, and, and throughout it all, I worked for Lululemon for another few years and then I left Lululemon to go to culinary school. I actually became a pastry chef and I worked for Duff Goldman of Ace of Cakes um, as his head baker here in Los Angeles for almost two years. And then I was like, mm, I can't be pushing sugar. So I decided to become a certified health coach and then I was health coaching and then I put out a cookbook and then I published another cookbook and then I became a mom. <laughs> yeah. And that entered a, a whole new layer of health and wellness because now I was doing the research on, okay, well, what is best for a healthy pregnancy? What is going to be best for the health of my child? And then all the mental health stuff came into it, which is where the podcast comes in. You know, you said that in college is really where you really started to feel the anxiety and then you got really sick really fast. Do you feel like in your experience, the stress, the anxiety, what you were going through on a daily basis is what led your body to, you know, essentially shut down and pause? It's, it's a great question. And I just got asked that question yesterday by someone else. And I was like, you know, for so long, I don't think I could even look back and, and answer that question without getting so emotional or even wanting to like beat myself up somehow, right? Of like, what should I have done differently? And I now feel like enough time has passed that I can truly kind of like take that little detective look at it. Really back to the basics. That's what we need when we're a child. Movement, yeah. play. Yeah vegetables and fruits that's what yeah. you first start feeding babies yeah. drinking water and love and connection right mm -hmm. yeah. um so it's you know just when you're speaking about it it really made me feel calm in listening to your conversation and that it doesn't have to be 
so overwhelming with all the media and input and all the shoulds and have tos of Mm -hmm. how to be healthy. So I, 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 I come across so many women who don't know how to fit into this box and it is the best feeling in the world to, when I tell them that you don't have to, to watch this, like some look like super bewildered at me, but a lot of them are like, you can see their like shoulders soften and they're like, oh, it's, we think that we need to fit into a box in, in, in the diet we follow, in the movement we do, in, in, you know, the, the way we are as, as moms, we, we type ourselves, we try to fit into something and there is no box. I was feeling really confident in how I was nourishing myself and my mindset, but my peers often thought I was just doing another fad or as you said, just trying something new. You know, the girl that was always doing something for weight and um, I'm curious how you have educated women and yourself to um, have that shift and be in social settings and not have to constantly explain yourself or feel yeah. like you're defending yourself. Because I hear often that women get very nervous. You know, I have clients that get very nervous about going out into social settings just to have dinner with their friends. Yeah. Oh, 100%. They don't want to be questioned, right? They don't want to mm-hmm. be questioned, oh, another thing you're trying? What's this? Oh, how is this going to – this isn't going to work. How is this going to work? Nothing else is work. I can't believe it. Oh, come on. Can't you just have fun with us, right, or whatever yeah. we're afraid oh, of? T- you're definitely boring, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think it's a huge opportunity to build courage and confidence. Because it's a way of how it's what I teach my clients is don't shy away from it. Let yourself be uncomfortable. Let the people ask all the questions and have your own back. One of my favorite things to tap about is being angry. And the teacher whom I referenced earlier, Margaret Lynch, she says she has a great script for tapping. And she says tapping is a really powerful emotion because we're angry because we know we deserve better. And so just there's some um, power in allowing ourselves and allowing whoever we're tapping with be like, just be really honest. Don't hold anything back. You know what? I need some new thoughts because this is not healthy and this is not constructive, and it's not making anything better, it's probably making things worse. And from that moment forward, I made a real intentional decision to listen and to be aware of the thoughts that I was having day in and day out. And it's it's hard because it's such a autopilot that we, that we, spend most of our lives on. And so to stop and recognize what you're thinking and then try to replace it with something more positive is hard, but it's possible. And the more you do it, the stronger that muscle gets and the easier it gets. And now I'm at the point where um, I think that I'm a person who 
almost kind of naturally does that over the course of my life. And if I have a negative thought, I hear it right away. And I think, oh, no, 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 that will never do. And there's still a piece of me with wellness where I want to punish myself into being like everybody else, but I'm not fast. And I do feel, I can feel, I can feel my body in a different way. And I feel sometimes my legs are heavy and someone else who, who doesn't have my life experience may not feel that heaviness and they're going super fast on the leaderboard. So it took me a while to, to be kind to myself to say, Hey, 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 who are you racing against? Who are you competing against? Who are you comparing yourself to? Cause that's, that's uh, a recipe for disaster. What are you doing here? Need you to calm it down. You are racing against the previous version of yourself. Thanks for listening and being a part of our well to you community. Please take a moment to subscribe and review the episodes that left you feeling more energized and have a positive shift mentally, emotionally, and physically to continue on your wellness journey. This supports the well to you podcast and reaching more women who need to be connected to these impactful conversations. As always, we are grateful for you and can't wait to share more in the next episode.